0: Give me one shot here on a blue chip stock. Believe me, Kevin, the only problem you're going to have is that you didn't buy more. Nobody knows if the stock is going to go up, down, sideways, or in circles. What is going on, NBA Draft fans? Uh, We're back with another episode, but a special episode, because this is the first of many. This is a mini-sode called on the clock. So what on the clock is is we are going to run through an NBA team each week as we get closer to the draft we'll probably have to uh maybe double or triple up eventually. But as for now, one uh one team and it's going to be a quick episode, you know, not as long form, but we're going to break down I think the best options For specific teams right we've been going through specific players but now we want to put ourselves in the shoes of the gms and say we're actually investing in these guys in real life so where are we going to get the most bang for our buck based on our future our roster construction all of the good stuff so i am here as always with my boy albert how we doing I'm ready.
1: Mini. What do we call this? Mini sewed? A mini soad. Mini
0: For now, unless we can come up with something more clever. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's clever it's mini- enough. <laughs> <laughs> so we're starting with the Houston Rockets and, um, we're starting with the Houston Rockets because they were the worst team in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so we're starting there. <laughs> hmm. If you're not first or last, um, <laughs> so, uh, Now, I I will say with some of these top teams, you know, we're trying to figure out who fits the best on these teams. Mm -hmm. Look, the answer is (laughs) Cade. Okay. The answer is Cade for all of these teams. So we're going to say, and for the Rockets, it's realistic. For some of these other teams, it's realistic. So we could talk about it here. Okay. Cade Cunningham to the Houston Rockets. They're on the clock. They have the number one pick. They're taking Cade, right? That's 100%. it's a it's a no brainer, no brainer. But it's boring if that was the episode each week. If we were just like, mm-hmm. who should this team take? she should take Cade. But we, and for the Rockets, realistic. So we're allowing it, but we're going to talk about some of the other prospects so it doesn't get boring. First, let's run through this Houston Rocket roster a little bit to see who's potentially a keeper, where they have positions of strength, um. And and how many players they have that are going to be on an NBA roster next year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. The man. Mm-hmm. What a steal getting this kid. Mm-hmm. Okay. John Wall is going to be on the roster. He is. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> how many games John Wall <laughs> ends up playing? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But come opening night next next season he'll be on the bench in some capacity he'll either or he'll be he'll he'll be on the court potentially as well Mm -hmm. um looked good when he was healthy yeah looked good when he was healthy uh eric gordon i don't know is is i don't know where his contract's at i feel like he Mm -hmm. signed a 100 year Mm -hmm. contract but i wouldn't be shocked if if he if he's not under contract, which I'm I'm looking at right now because I'm a professional. Mm-hmm. Um no, he's not a free agent until 2024. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if he was uh not traded to a con- <coughs> I wouldn't be shocked if he wasn't traded to a contender. Mm. Player you coach We're, next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Sean Tate. Yeah. Really
1: good. Really freaking good. Yeah. So, I liked him this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean another great value guy, right? Yeah. So keeper. Yeah. Um who who else? Kelly Olenek? <laughs> Kenya Martin Jr. Kenya Martin Jr. Um Christian Wood. Yeah. Yeah. So they got some pieces. Mm-hmm. They got some pieces.
1: So hey Corey, it, for them it's going to be like they have three first round picks because having Kenyon Martin Jr. just means that they
0: already have Jalen Johnson on the team. So <laughs> <laughs> any any opportunity for you to get a little jab in at Jalen Johnson, I you know one of these days I'm gonna call in a favor and I'm gonna get Jalen Johnson on the show and I'm not gonna tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna <laughs> pop in the video, and you're gonna be snaring at Jalen Johnson, and I'm playing him all of the receipts, all of them.
1: <laughs> I'll but, get on and be like, I'll be like, hey, Jalen Johnson, a uh, big fan,
0: <laughs> big fan. But your point remains true. The Houston Rockets actually do have three picks potentially <laughs> in, in the draft. So starting with the first pick, um, like I said, they they have Cade. If, if he's available, right? Let's say they get the number two pick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our options, Evan Mobley, Jalen mm-hmm. Suggs, Jalen Green. Mm-hmm. I'm not Jonathan Kaminga, but come on. Mm-hmm. Let's, there's, it's a three-man race for that number two spot at this point. Yeah. General consensus says, Evan Mobley, for the okay. most part, right? Does that get, Weird Mm. with Christian Wood there.
1: No, not at all. I I think, you know, we, we, I think our first episode, right. Or a second episode was about Evan Mobley. And um, I think all three of us, uh, uh, we, we thought his, maybe his biggest strength was his passing ability. And yep. so I think with, you know, Christian Woods kind of got that gunner mentality right now. He he likes to put up threes. He likes to do all kinds of things. I think Evan Mobley would be a great fit next to him. My only thing is John Wall is not the long term option at point guard. Uh, no. Putting J- Jalen Suggs on that team is
0: really fun, dude. <laughs> <laughs> putting Jalen Suggs on a lot of teams is really fun. Is Kevin Porter Jr. the long term option at point guard? I don't think so. Me neither. No. I don't think so. But I think there might be some people out there who kind of do. I do think that he showed some real playmaking chops in the in, you know, his role in, in Houston this year. But I don't think that I'm like believing that he's going to turn into, you know, James Harden 2.0. Me neither. As high as I was. I loved, loved him in the draft. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I thought it was a crime that he he was at not a lottery talent, but right. I think they would go Mobley. And I, I think that Mobley and Christian Wood are both versatile enough and do enough things out on the floor and, and are switchy enough and, you know, able to guard the perimeter enough that they can make it work. And if they can't make it work, then chances are Christian woods, the one on the move, Yeah, he'll be on a great contract. And a lot of teams would love to have him. So he's an asset. Yeah. So even if it didn't fit super smoothly, I, I think that's the play. Jalen green, you know, personally, I, to, he's my number two uh, in the draft, mm-hmm. but for Houston, I don't see them going that direction when you do have Kevin Porter there. Uh, Cause I don't think Kevin Porter is a three, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so I think Mobley would be the move with that first pick for Houston. Um, But now Houston has 22 and 24. Mm-hmm. Now we've seen it teams with two picks in that range. Maybe you package them, you move up a little bit, right? That could be a potential option. Let's say they don't. Who are some of the guys? And, Look, 22 and 24 are close enough that we could just talk and and group all of these guys into the same kind of boat there. Who are some of the guys that you like in in this early 20 range? Uh, I mean,
1: like going back to my point on John Wall, I think if you can find a point guard there, I think that's interesting, right? Adding a Sharif Cooper. If Cooper's on the board, I think that's fun. Right, whether he's your starting point guard of the future or your second option, Uh, you know, like your sixth man off the bench, Sharif Cooper obviously should be an option there for them to look at. Um, If Isaiah Jackson somehow falls there, like why wouldn't you take Isaiah Jackson, right? Even if you don't, you don't start him. If he if he's coming off the bench and he's your second unit center, awesome. That's really really exciting. Um, Garuba, if Garuba falls, like Garuba, Mm -hmm. we haven't talked about Garuba yet, but wow, what a defender! What a defender, huh? Yeah. he would give them some defensive identity there that I think they're definitely lacking right now. But ultimately, Corey, well, the way that we're I mean,
0: Garuba and Mobley in a draft together, like defense. Sick. That's sick. Fucked up. But <laughs> <laughs> but what we're talking about right now is like this is a team that
1: is I mean, they have some pieces, but they're lacking a lot, man. This team needs to be kind of built from the ground up. And so anyone you can grab here that like I also wouldn't be opposed to them taking like older guys too. Like if mm-hmm. if Houston decided you, to grab Talk about your boy. Yeah, if <laughs> Talk about your boy. If if they grab Duarte, who's going to complain? Right? Grab the 24-year-old who can shoot, <laughs> defend, and make plays. Grab that guy, you know? Yeah, and so made same age as John Wall, so it's, you know, it'd work out well. <laughs> so, like, I think ultimately with, with Houston, I think they have to, if they're actually going to use all three first picks, which I, I can't really see them doing, but if they do, I think they should do a good balance of betting on guys who have high ceilings that are a little raw, but also taking the guys that who are going to come in and be, like, some solid players. And that's why, like, yeah. I like Duarte. I like Sharif Cooper. So, yeah.
0: I like the strategy of taking a home run and a safe swing. Like, let me hit, let me hit a single or a double. Yeah. And, you know, know that I can get a player who I can lock up on a cheap contract for a few years and is going to contribute and isn't just like potentially going to end up being a disaster in where you're like developing this weird culture Mm -hmm. and you missed out on like a valuable pick. Uh, you didn't mention your boy, Jaden Springer. And there's a lot of mocks that, you know, have Springer down in that area. And some of my intel. Mm-hmm. Not a... This is a draft Twitter guy. Mm-hmm. Springer's a draft Twitter guy. He's not necessarily a a, a real-life GM guy. Uh uh-huh. So it's possible. And if he could be a trade-up option for them, uh, potentially I don't as well. I don't,
1: I don't want to put that into the universe because I'm, <laughs> I, I'm really trying to keep him on the Knicks. So in my fantasy world, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fair, completely yeah. fair. Um, yeah. But that's uh, in that same area, in that same area, yeah. look Houston. And, you know, as is the case with a lot of these teams up top um, and especially Houston, you got a lot of holes to fill, so you yeah. can go in a whole bunch of different directions. And, uh, I think that there's some real guys they could swing on. You know, you could. This is a spot you could swing on Zaire Williams. Yeah, this is a spot. You know, you could. I mean, I think I would personally take this kid potentially a little bit higher, but like Josh Christopher. Mm-hmm. You know, even though there's overlap there with you know a guy like Kevin Porter Jr., Cam Thomas. You know, you swing on another guy, like just some buckets. These are guys you could swing on. So, and and if you lock up, you know, they're going to get one of, well, they're not guaranteed to. They could, they could have a, you know, a pretty rough drop if their absolute worst case scenario comes to fruition where they land at five and they move back to the fifth spot, which is like a 48% chance of happening. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's not out of the realm of possibility, but more likely than not, they're going to be drafting as, uh, you know, a top four talent in this draft. And you can't go wrong technically with any of those guys. And once you get one of those guys, you can, you know, look at the rest and, and kind of fill holes or take swings based off that. Because, you know, at least the top four guys, pretty much as, as much of a lock as you could hope for pre, you know, pre-draft. Yeah. And, and but Corey, I will say, even if they drop to five,
1: um, you put Kaminga on this team. That's that's gonna that's good. That's good. Like that's <laughs> that's yeah. not an L to add coming no, to that. Not roster. An L. Look, there's yeah.
0: it's not an L. It's not an L. I guess like when you trade James Harden for just a terrible package and you're tanking in hopes that you land one of these potentially franchise changing guys, I feel a little bit less good about landing Kaminga there like and mm-hmm. and uh, Kaminga is a guy that I like mm-hmm. Kaminga is a guy that I like I'm just saying I feel less safe about him
1: yeah 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 and I also do wonder you mentioned it before I, I do wonder like if they just package 22 and 24 move up to like 10 or 11 and then grab like either Davion or like even a Kispert if he's still there that could be interesting too could be a lot of fun so I think Houston's gonna have a lot of options but I, I think overall as we've both reiterated now like they just need to add talent they have to like my my thing for them i really hope they don't grab like a kai jones or a greg brown I, I know both texas guys but i don't know like i'm not i don't really like those guys maybe okay this is personal bias forget everything that i said that's just personal bias but like i just want them to i want them to swing high at the top of the draft and with their other picks like let's let's go like a little like like you mentioned let's hit some doubles Let's get some doubles, and that's like a nice way to build a team. What uh, what team out there wouldn't want to add a Dylan Brooks? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you want those guys. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for Houston. Like if they're gonna build this right and use those like later first round picks, get some get some Dylan Brooks, man. Get some solid guys that you know are gonna be able to contribute and build the culture of this team is what I'm saying. I think
0: sometimes that's a move. Yeah. Look, these these draft picks are really fun to pile up until you select a player that doesn't work out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then they're then they're less fun then they <laughs> they become significantly less valuable these draft picks are that brand new car you bought mm-hmm. and as soon as you select the player you drove it off the lot and once they step foot on the floor you know like chances are chances are they're not as valuable as they were on on draft night, mm-hmm. and then GMs end up unemployed. So yeah. Otherwise, you know, I would trade Kobe White for the number seven pick in this draft in uh, in in a, in a second. He's not worth that anymore, mm-hmm. even though he finished the season strong and he got a fresh haircut, which gives me confidence in in his ability going into the season. All right, that was episode one mini so miniisode one mm-hmm. on the clock. Presented by the Draft Deck NBA Draft Podcast. Um, all right, Albert, where can the people find you? You can find me at
1: Albert
0: O E Gim on Twitter. Find me. Find him there. He loves it. Uh, give him your spiciest draft take. You can find me at the Hardwood Mag on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on TikTok at Hardwood Corey. You can watch the film sesh, deep dive scouting breakdowns. Uh, on my YouTube at Hardwood Herald, uh, guys, please like, rate, and subscribe to the show if you haven't already. You guys have been unbelievable awesome. listening uh, and uh, weekly, and and uh, we can't uh, we don't you know can't say enough about it. We appreciate it so much. I, I forgot to mention it um, uh, last week on on the Scotty Barnes episode, but Shaq thought. We were just coming for him in Canada. Mm. No, we took him down in the old US of A this, oh. this past week. Silly
1: Shaq. Shacton, Shacton sleeping on us.
0: Yeah. Get out of he here. Shacton a fool on, on his podcasts because the draft act has been taking him to school. So <laughs> let's keep it up. Let's keep it up. Keep the downloads coming. <laughs> and uh, that way we could s- keep just giving, giving the work. To Shaquille O'Neal. We appreciate you guys. Uh, We will see you later on in the week with another brand new podcast. Until then, peace. Peace.